Tonight, tributes to a journalist, game-changing, legendary correspondent. US elections too close to call, and low turnouts in Africa constitution election. Today's iPaper and The Independent, founding editor of The Independent, Simon Kellner, pays a warm tribute to a game-changing reporter and correspondent, Robert Fisk, who sadly died age 74 a few days ago. Robert Fisk was one of the first foreign journalists to place his opinion at the heart of the story. Leading on from John Pilger, another radical journalist who became very popular amongst young people in the 80s and 90s, Robert Fisk really captured the zinkist of the imagination of readers who are interested in the Iraq war in the 90s from a point of view of opposing it. This was the first time a journalist had made a name of writing about the, a conflict in a very informative way yet making it clear he is opposed to the whole concept of what was going on. This was in contrast to the traditional style of war reporting in Britain in every other newspaper, which was simply to state what was going on and to fully support the conflict from a very partisan, biased point of view as the establishment demanded during during these times. Robert Fisk was employed by The Independent, which was a new newspaper at this time, and this new type of journalism really became popular amongst young people. I remember reading it and being really enthralled by it. Simon Kellner pays a warm tribute as someone who had the courage to really propel the work first journalist to a wider audience, but also someone who really admired how far he went to get a story. This is a man who interviewed Osama bin Laden three times, and bin Laden even tried to convert him to his ideology at one point he trusted him so much Fisk was really famous in a field for journalism which is really seen as quite obscure by most people but I remember trying to see him at Stilling University and the, his appearance was sold out 
which in itself was quite remarkable for a dry visiting journalist lecture. Also today, Algeria has recorded a record low turnout in passing its new constitution. Less than a quarter of the people of the country voted to accept the constitution which was laid forward by the army who control the country as a way of satisfying protesters who are unhappy at the perceived lack of democracy in the country. Although many of the changes are welcome, many feel it doesn't go far enough and the heavy, heavy military presence in the running of the country is set to continue. Thankfully, more developed countries don't have such a big military presence in the running of the country, but it's hard to understand unless you really visit countries where the army is so big and powerful that this is something that's just very hard to avoid. The only comparison in countries like Britain would be the influence of the secret services like MI5, CIA or the civil service. So we should be thankful that army has been reduced to such an extent that it's not got much influence in Europe and America. Turnout in the American elections, in contrast to this, is extremely high with some areas reporting nearly 90% turnout, which is truly remarkable and really sets the scene for a quite remarkable display of democracy and shows that despite Trump's many feelings, the interest he has really got people engaging in politics is really remarkable and Joe Biden cannot ever really hope to gain such a high profile even if it is for the wrong reasons. Finally Baby Shark the iconic and very popular children's anthem has become the most viewed video on YouTube, gaining over 3 billion views. The song that was covered by a North Korean band is so listened to by children of all ages and its popularity has spread across the world due to its happy, engaging theme.
what else is there to that? Except it's the end. Bye for now.